Hello and welcome to John's Author Diary for the weekend in August the 19th, 2018. I feel like I've squeezed in a lot of work this week, even though a lot of time has been spent looking after my son. My wife took him to the zoo on Friday, and so that freed me up for the day because even though guide dogs are allowed in most places, zoos do have a right to turn people down if they've got a guide dog. This is because it can scare some of the animals, especially some of the monkeys and things like that. So I stayed at home and did a lot of work. So I've been working on the redraft of The High Priestess, which is the third book in my epic fantasy series, The Ravenglass Chronicles. Now when I write, I do a very, very lean draft, because the important thing for me is to get the story down and to get to the end. And so the first 1,500 words of the draft are actually now 3,200 words. So I'm going to end up with a nice length novella by the time I've finished. Now what I really like about this process is when I get back to my normal routine, I think I should be able to do one of these novellas from start to finish within three weeks. They'll spend a week on the first draft, a week on the second draft, and then do the line edits and things in the week after that. That will give me then a week free each month to do collaborative projects. Speaking of collaborative projects, the second collection of Otaku stories came out this week. So these are the stories that we brainstormed in relation to the anime movie A Wind Named Amnesia. And you can hear the process of how we came up with the story ideas on the Otaku on Writing podcast. So this collection is called Uplift, and the theme is about uplifted animals, so animals whose intelligence has been raised. So do check that out. I also got The Fool, which is the first book in my epic fantasy, out onto Amazon. So that is now perma-free on Amazon, and I've also done a paperback to go with it. Now my hope is that by giving away the first book for free and putting it into as many hands as possible, this will get people hooked by the character and into the series. Now I've mentioned before that my short story, Her Name Was Red, is a piece of writing that I've done that has received the most feedback. And there's something about that character that really resonates. So hopefully that same feeling will translate to the Ravenglass Chronicles. I was really pleased this week to find out my story, Lord Sidebottom and the Awesome Airship Mystery, which you will have heard me perform on this podcast at the Morecambe Steampunk Festival, I think it was back in June. That story has been selected for the Other Stories podcast. So this is a podcast list all the time. They do a nice mix of science fiction and fantasy stories on there. So I'm looking forward to hearing that. And hopefully it'll expose my work to more readers, bringing new fans, that kind of thing. On the theme of audio, I've also submitted my book Blind Gambit for audiobook auditions. I've received two so far. They've both been very good. There's definitely one that I'm leaning more towards. And I've had quite a few messages from narrators saying that they're interested. So I'm going to leave it for a week or so, see if I get more auditions, and then take it from there. What's interesting is that one of the people who've submitted an audition is part of an audiobook company that does a lot of work to promote the things that they produce. So I think that could be a very good thing to consider, because I suck at marketing audiobooks. Whereas I know that several thousand people have read my Wasteland series, my audiobook sales are in the hundreds. So if there's someone else pushing people to the work, all the better. Last week on the Stop Booking Around podcast, I was talking to Russ about world building and I was reminded of a game that I used to play when I was a teenager. This is a game called Warhammer 40,000. What I used to like about this game is they built a whole world and lore around a tabletop game. So you'd paint these little figures and then there were short stories and histories and things like that. Now Russ informed me that there was a series of novels that were related to this. So I read the first one called Horus Rising and I really enjoyed it. It took me back to those days reminded me of things like the Blood Angels and Space Marines and all that fun stuff. So I was actually surprised at how much I enjoyed it. It was trashy. This wasn't thought-provoking fiction by any means. But I was entertained 
and I had a lot of fun listening to the audio, so I think I may have to listen to the second book. So I've got a question this week from Teresa. She asked, what does otaku mean? Otaku is basically Japanese for geek. So the idea is, is that we're geeks about story and we're turning our focus to Japanese cartoons. So this is one of those words that diehard anime fans, it'll be a bit of a trigger for them. They go, otaku, okay, I know what that is. So it was one of those names that was suggested as a joke and it stuck. <laughs> so if you've got a question, please do get in touch on Twitter. It's at jlcronshaw. You can also email me, it's john at johncronshaw.com. If you want to read The Fool for free, you can download the Kindle edition. Simply go to tinyurl.com slash ravenglass. So until next time, cheerio. Cheerio.